0: Welcome to the Weekly Standard Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Graham. Lucky to have Michael Warren from the Weekly Standard here with us. And, Michael, I watched the uh, FBI hearings, or also with the NSA director, Admiral Mike Rogers, and listening to Democrats talk about how dangerous and destructive and murderous and threatening Russia is. All I could think was, hey, the 1980s called. They want their foreign policy back. Are you suggesting that Democrats are being hypocritical <laughs> no, no, about no. this? That would be like suggesting that Republicans suddenly discovered a love for the goodness of the <laughs> Russians and how they see Russians as partners that we could work with after right. decades of animosity. So I wouldn't suggest
1: either of those things. Exactly. Well, I, I would hope you wouldn't. <laughs> uh, you had a lot of Democrats. I, I think asking some some pretty tough questions of the uh, FBI director Jim Comey that I think ended up reflecting pretty poorly on the Trump administration. This was not a good day, I would say, for Donald Trump and the Trump administration, even though White House Press Secretary Sean Spicer did his level best to to spin it uh, as as actually a great day for the for the Trump administration.
0: Well, what actually happened for Trump? Did the FBI or NSA say, yes, Paul Manafort and Roger Stone were on the bat phone with Putin working together to beat Hillary Clinton
1: in the American elections. It wasn't quite that, but you did have, I think, the, the biggest headline, the sort of the most extraordinary okay. moment of the hearing was uh, the uh, admission, or, or I mean, it wasn't really an admission even, it, Jim Comey had a statement prepared, ready to go, saying, essentially saying that There was an investigation there currently is a an FBI investigation into Russian meddling in our elections. He, he sort of categorically rejected the idea that the Russians had anything to do with sort of fiddling with the numbers or, right. or the or, or uh, So I mean, no votes, votes were stolen. Exactly. No, and All it, that nonsense. Pretty much rejected side. that uh, idea, that hypothesis, but that the FBI is uh, looking into uh, Russian interference, trying to influence the election in some form or fashion, and particularly looking at connections between somebody in Trump world, uh, whether that's uh, uh, somebody in the campaign or somebody connected to the campaign and that Russian effort. And so that was a pretty amazing and extraordinary discovery by this uh, by this hearing uh, this morning. And uh, I think that's the biggest problem that the Trump administration is going to have to deal with. Now there's an FBI investigation about them. Funny how the tables have turned since the election when <laughs> the Democrat, the other candidate, had an FBI investigation about her.
0: So either way, we were going to vote for somebody who had... FBI investigation. Yeah, yeah. Was, well, uh... we,
1: you could see why so many Americans were not happy with the choices uh, in November.
0: Um, is there a there there? Did this hearing leave you with a, there's a there there, or with the possibility of a there there? There's, or defi- there's, no there. there's
1: definitely a possibility of a there there, and, and yeah, we should clarify. I mean, this is uh, from the Cold War as as part of the FBI's sort of purview is mm-hmm. any uh, is surveillance. Within the United States right. of any Russian nationals, I mean, they sort of have that in their in their wheelhouse, and right. so you're right. If they happen to be sort of investigating, you know, a Russian businessman sure. who is actually sort of uh, uh, put up by the Russian government or Russian intelligence, who happened to be talking with somebody connected with Donald Trump, that of course would be something that they would right. they, they would pick up on. The, the The answer is that we don't know exactly, but what we do know is that the FBI is investigating it, right. and that there's something that they think is worth exploring more. And so it's interesting to hear the White House uh, sort of dissemble this and say, uh, well, actually, what they what the uh, what uh, Comey and several Democrats now and, uh, and others have said is is that uh, there's no evidence. Well, that's right. not quite what they've said. Right. Um, uh, and, and so there is just some sort of outright misrepresentation mm-hmm. uh, saying, for instance, that uh, Delaware Senator Chris Coons, a Democrat, said there's no evidence. Well, that's not actually what he said <laughs> at all. He said there's no evidence so far and we need to mm-hmm. continue to investigate. But it's it's interesting that also that the White House is di- now distancing themselves from people like Paul Manafort, saying, mm-hmm. "Well, you know, uh, Paul Manafort really had a limited role, very limited role for a limited time." In the, yeah. in no, the I'm Trump sorry, campaign, sorry, what was his uh, job? He was again? the campaign manager and campaign chairman from March 2016 <laughs> through August. You know, there was this little thing called the Republican National Convention that happened. No, in the no, middle no, of all no that.
0: that's a little tiny, nothing. Exactly, it was like just that. it wasn't the most you know, important part. I right? saw this movie Rocky, and there was. a... Guy with a very small side role,
1: Sylvester Stallone. It was, he had a very limited. <laughs> exactly. I think it's
0: like a cameo. Exactly, I think it was a cameo. Exactly. Oh, yeah. That's well,
1: just... uh, but look, I mean, this is it's interesting that this is the path that the White House is going. It's is to mm-hmm. sort of downplay what we've learned, uh, rather than I think a smarter move for them would would be and and look I don't know maybe they know something that I don't (laughs) uh, but a smarter move if nothing's if nothing's wrong is say well look we'll let the investigation happen Um, uh, we want to make sure that the integrity of our elections are intact and Americans have faith in that instead they're sort of doing all sorts of things to kind of downplay or even softly discredit what what we just learned the fact is is there's a lot I think, and there's a lot the FBI thinks that we don't know uh, about, and that needs further investigation.
0: But I'm trying to think of what it is that a Paul Manafort or Roger Stone whoever could do that would. I you mean, know, what what they, they they didn't have Podesta's you know password, right? You know what could like, hey, we think it would really be great if you attacked Hillary. <laughs> we I think the Russians already knew that, just like they would know vice versa. You know, so wh- I mean, what what could the collusion? Be unless it was money, which would be illegal, right. or something like that. Um,
1: yeah, I don't know. I mean, it could be that it, it could simply be uh, conversations that uh, that that give that that sort of allow the Russians to know a little bit more about how you know the Trump campaign, or at least people around the Trump campaign uh, are uh, are thinking about the election. Right. I mean, this the the whole issue, the whole question here is not. Whether or not they again they finagled with numbers mm. or uh, you know tried to actively sabotage I don't know you know the, the 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 DNC or something like that. The question is: Did they undermine Americans' faith in the election? Right. Did they did they make people feel like they didn't know uh, that, that that they 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 had no trust in the system? Mm. And that's what that was. I think that was I think the Russians' goal. It's always the Russians' goal, right, to sort of undermine our democracy and. Um, And if there are conversations going on with top level Trump folks with people whose sort of M.O. is to do that, it just makes you wonder what what were they talking about? I don't I don't presume to know what it is. Mm Uh, but I would like to know what it is if they did, in fact, talk.
0: Does a country that offers, as its two major candidates, Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump, really need a foreign policy to undermine, a foreign power to undermine its democracy that's, or that's our confidence a, in it? I don't, that's a very that, good point, Michael. Talk about gilding the lily. I exactly. mean, beating a dead horse. Uh, for uh, well, Let's wrap up with this. For those of you who are students of economics and are, or maybe you teach economics, you're looking for a great example of opportunity cost mm. today march 20th neil gorsuch gave a fantastic opening speech and really in, in, unless there's something that we don't know you know something that comes out of you know the, some 11th I, hour exactly, uh, oppo you know, drop. Yeah, he was doing drugs or right, whatever right. you know what's the line they have in louisiana politics you know caught with a dead girl or a live boy exactly you know exactly unless there's something like that <laughs> this guy is bulletproof that speech the conversation about that speech, the case that the people introducing Gorsuch, both Republican and Democrat, made for him, the impact that Gorsuch could have on restoring confidence in the rule of law, all of that lost today. It might as well not have even happened. Totally. Because no, absolutely. Of Trump World's decision to triple, quadruple, quintuple down
1: on this wiretap story. True opportunity cost. Yeah, well, it's just a, it's just a it, as you say it's a missed opportunity, and it, it's an own goal, right? This is not this right. is the, the the wiretapping issue was something entirely brought up by uh, by the president mm-hmm. on Twitter, um, and. As as the NSA director Mike Rogers and uh, the FBI director Jim Comey said in this hearing today, uh, there's there's just no evidence of it, mm-hmm. um, and yet it's sucking out all the oxygen from what should be. And wh- which I will I think. At this point, at least, is likely to go down as Donald Trump's greatest domestic policy achievement, which is the nomination of J- Neil Gorsuch to the Supreme Court. But we ain't talking about that, and that's, uh, that's a narrative problem okay. for a guy who's so bad in the polls right now.
0: This is how this is going to quote end, OK? Like the denouement. There's going to be a phone call with Paul Manafort talking to whatever Boris and Natasha right. or whatever. <laughs> and Democrats are going to shout, "See!" Proof there is collusion and Trump was going to say see we were wiretapped <laughs> And that's going to be, and this is going to, people are going, okay, whatever, whatever, fine. And that, you'll never, the Trumpies will never look at it in a different way,
1: and the Democrats will never look at it in a different like way. It's like a political Dr. Strange Strangelove or something. It's where it's all, we're all just destroying ourselves.
0: Gentlemen, here. you can't fight in here. This is the war room. <laughs> Michael Warren room. There we go. There exactly. Go. Who I, by the way, have already cast in the movie version of the Weekly Standard, Slim Pickens, on oh, the we for... will be playing <laughs> that's Michael mean. Warren. You've been listening to the Weekly Standard podcast. Please go to Weekly Standard com regularly for great information, great articles, and on the podcast page, you'll find these podcasts and other. In fact, you can go to iTunes and uh, search Weekly Standard and subscribe to this podcast. You'll never miss another episode. Thanks again for listening. I'm your host, Michael Graham.